What is up, friends? Just watched another, another horrific Lions loss. Oh, my God. Come on. Oh, it was so bad. The coach started uh, crying. Like Dan Campbell. I, 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 I feel for this guy. I, I mean, seriously, man. Somebody needs to do a well check on this dude. Uh, five losses to start the season. And he's already crying. Holy shit. God, I, I, I seriously, man, I don't even want to make fun of him because it's, this is like fucking horrible. All right. I've got the uh, lost Zane recordings free view for you. Okay. This is back from the radio days. I release these, all of the shows I did on the radio and WBBL when it was my own show in the order that they happen. And I release them twice a week. It's an audio time capsule. I provide 15 plus hours of material on my Patreon every single week. Uh, the shows include those lost Zane recordings that adds up to about six hours of the time right there. But of course the daily Patreon bonus podcast, which is an extension of my free one for about another 40 minutes of more podcasting glory. Okay. So it's uh, it's a good accompaniment to the free one that I post each and every day as well. Uh, you have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia on Tuesdays. You've got The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show for Northern Michigan's Q100, and then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I'm encouraging you to dump your radio, all right? You know, sometimes even when you're listening to podcasts like mine, you're like, oh, man, I, I got to go find another show to listen to. I really like listening to shows like this. Um, well, yeah, here you go. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Enjoy the free view of the Lost Zane recording. And welcome in to the Eric Zane Show inside of the MapesJet.com Bankruptcy Studios. Show number 108. It's the 15th of September. Weather today would be a chill in the air right now, man. It's uh, 54 right now, not like freezing, but it gives us a sense that, oh boy, it won't be long now. High today up around 75, and it should be a nice, pleasant day with uh, plenty of sunshine. Weekend. Tomorrow, sun and a few clouds. Saturday, chance of rain through, uh, through a couple uh, points during the day. Not the end of the world. Like I said, 54 outside right now. In the Mapestat.com bankruptcy studios. Thanks for joining us. Emails into the show brought to you by Labat Blue and Labat Blue Light. That's important for Dear Meathead. A little later on, way late in the show. Dad likes to sleep in. We'll get into that in just a second. As we welcome in Julius. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How's it going? Not bad. It is getting a little chilly. Starting to feel it. Doan is here. Hey, Doan. Hey, guys. So, Julius, yesterday on the show, um, at, at, off the air, actually, we put a phone call into my dad to make sure that he w- we were all on the same page for when we talked to him and then later on in the show. And, uh, and, and he, he didn't believe people liked it. He is, yeah, he's having a tough time coming to grips with the fact, well, yeah, people like this. I go, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. And uh, he cannot believe that. Now, 
when I was talking with him, when you were in the room with me, Julius, uh, we we talked about a lot of things. We've got another, we've got a family member who's under the weather, and he didn't know about that. And I explained it to him, and I got him up to speed, and we talked at length about uh, a few things. Probably what, maybe five minutes. We were on the five, phone. ten minutes, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said hi to you, and it was it was fine. I believe he was like, "Who's Julius?" Right? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He actually said, "Who is that?" I go, "Well, that's the other." That's oh, the other yeah. person who's on the show with me, Dad, when we talk to you. Okay, yeah, right, guy. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> he didn't remember. So, well, it's funny you mention about his, his memory because in the evening, my phone rings. And um, so I pick it up. And my, my first thing is he's going to tell me, oh, I've got something going on, guy. <laughs> Can and we do I, that 1020? <laughs> Can we maybe do, uh, dear? Uh, can we maybe do Ask Meatball, as he likes to say, <laughs> at uh, 6 p.m.? No, Dad. This, but he didn't really say that. But I'd be like, No, Dad. Shows on six to ten. Okay, guy. Yeah, six. <laughs> he, um, I pick up the phone. Hey, uh, and what he did was, he he uh, he says to me, Hey, did I talk to you today? <laughs> and uh, I go, What? And he goes, Well. I've got news. What, well, what is it, Dad? And he proceeds to tell me. Oh my me God! He told. I know exactly what happened. Everything that I told him in the conversation earlier. He starts telling me about the family member who's under the weather. He's breaking the news to me. You might want to sit down for this one. <laughs> and uh, and I, I've gotten in the habit of not interrupting him and letting him tell me. So he spends. Significant time explaining to me about why my fam- the other family member is under the weather and goes into rich detail, you know, because all he's the got details you- <laughs> all the details that I gave him when we spoke. The only thing he forgot was that he heard everything he's telling me from me. And um, you end up telling him at the end of it, he goes, at the end of the uh, thing of the of the talk, he goes. Did you know all this? And I go, yep. Yeah, I did. Oh. Who told you? <laughs> and uh, and then he, he kind of did that. And then he goes, did you tell me all this? I go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I don't know where my head is. Oh, I go. And I, and I never, ever, I try not to pick on him because he, he's, I think he's starting to, to get it and feel bad. That's tough, man. When you real, I mean, if you if you start to think you're losing your marbles and you you realize and you rule, and I don't think he is. I just think he's, well, he's eighty two. I mean, this is. I was like, all right, I gotta go now. The radar sometimes is a little off. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of how that conversation wound wound up. And uh, I go, so we're still good for tomorrow. No, I, I said, okay, Dad, I'll talk to you tomorrow. He goes, okay, yeah. Uh, and I go, I go, you know, I mean, when I say that, you know, I mean, I'll talk to you at, at about nine, a little after nine when we do Dear Meathead. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. All right. I'll just check in, Dad. No problem. All right. And then he goes, thanks for calling. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't call you. You called me. It was a complete, it's just brain is frozen in time. They record those conversations. Those are fun. Oh, my gosh. So that was that. My gosh. Uh, now. I, I wanted to throw this out there. We we are going to we have three pair of Lions tickets again to give away. It's the last uh, day that we will do this. Uh, we only have tomorrow, and then the Lions home opener hits as we are counting down the days to the Lions home opener. 
against Tennessee on Sunday. So, um, you know, we, we, we try to do um, um, change it up, maybe uh, different games during the day, sometimes new games. Today we actually have a, uh, a new game that we are going to play, and we'll get into that a little later on. We will play Why Do You Deserve Lions tickets. That's a game we've played before, but we didn't play it yesterday. And then we were stuck on what to do for that third pair of game, or that for that uh, third pair of tickets, what game can we play? And uh, we were struggling in here, and we didn't know what exactly to do. And then mm-hmm. we kind of said, well, let's just go home, and, and then something will, will pop. And Julius had an idea. I had nothing. And then uh, show contributor Mike Pellerito said it. Uh, he just reached out. It's like almost like he read our minds, and he's like, um, "We realized how weak the games were yesterday." And I was like, "They need some help." And he's, yeah, maybe that's what he did. He says, "Hey, how about this? I'll, I'm going to send you some audio clips of famous lions, and people have to identify them." Now he sent me like 20, and I don't need quite that many, and uh, I, I shortened them way up. So he's going to hear that he. You know, the, the three hours of work he put in, he probably only had to put in like 20 minutes of work. But you know him. He always does. He always uh, uh, does so much more. And he does this all because he likes it. He doesn't get paid or anything. He's just a really cool guy who wants the show to succeed. So what he did, what I have here, is a montage of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven clips involving famous lions and i'm going to play them it's only 34 seconds and i'm going to play them now and in the next break and then in the third break of this hour we kind of pack it all in during this first hour um you have to identify those in order sound good does that sound that sounds perfect okay so what i'm telling you right now is if you're at home listening or you have the ability to write things down i want to start doing that yeah Get ready, because this is only going to play limited times to before we start taking calls. And the first person who nails it wins the tickets. Now, we don't want you to call now. We want you to just listen to it and think about it and, uh, and try to pay attention and, uh, and write it down. So I'm going to play this 34-second clip right now of the Lions and try to... Jot them down as best you can. Okay, here we go. And I'll play this more than once. Uh, like I said, I'll play it once here and play it uh, in the next break. And then uh, we'll go from there. You are my son and the one true king. Didn't seem as though after the first three quarters you were going to have a chance at 2,000. Well, we've, we've developed into a really uh, patient offense. Well, you didn't have to go and hit me, did you? <laughs> Ball is placed down and kicked from 43 yards Climb on my back. We have far to go and little time to get there. You're going to have to do well. You get stepped on right at the end of that play. I didn't catch that. It looks like maybe that's what it was. Twice he gets yeah. stepped on. That's All right, there you go. Now we'll play that once again in the next segment. And then at the start of the one where we actually pay it off, I'll play it again. It'll be three times I play it. Played it once right there. Hopefully you had you made some good progress. And identifying those clips, who they are, what they are. You don't have to be uh, like like on one, on the music one. Just say what that is. That's all you have to do. Is that is that an actual song or is that for a specific movie? It's a song. Okay. So 
So have you been following the Paralympics at all? I mean, it's, no, it's not, not really in our wheelhouse, but a couple of things have stood out to me that are interesting about the Paralympics. That's, para- that's a fun question. About the Paralympics. Well, the reason why I asked <laughs> that is I've literally never heard. I, I don't think anyone on the radio has ever said that. Hey, have you been following the Paralympics? No. Well, the reason why I say that, the reason why I'm following it is because um, there are two things that stood out to me. And I'm not following it. I'm just following these stories. So Was it the one-armed uh, bow and arrow guy? Okay, I guess three stories. We've already covered that one. That dude who, who, uh, who doesn't he? He has no arms. Oh yeah, no arms. Yeah, he does it with his mouth. We interviewed the dude who who shoots bow and arrow archery with his feet. Incre- to me, these three stories are are as significant as anyone who does something amazing in the Olympics, like who sets a, a like with with a bolt with the records that he sets in his running. This, these things are just as or maybe even more phenomenal in the fact that they're a- able to accomplish these physical things uh, with not the same equipment that you and I have. But this guy does have the same equipment. It's just unbelievable. Uh, there's, he's known as the Beast from the Middle East. He's a Paralympian who plays volleyball, but it's seated volleyball. They play seated volleyball there. And this dude... Iran's Morteza something foreign, I cannot say the last name, is eight foot one. That's not fair. Is that his only ailment? The sitting volleyball Paralympian has given the people of Iran hope that they can claim the gold medal, according to an article from the Daily Mail. Diagnosed with acromegaly, which is what Andre the Giant had. See, a- he shouldn't be in the Paralympics if that's his only thing. A a hormonal disorder that causes abnormal bone development. The 28-year-old is taking the Rio games by storm. This guy could, like, block or spike sitting down. Not fair. Why why wasn't he on the the regular team? (laughs) Not only is Merzad, as he likes to be called, the tallest athlete at the games, he's uh, also the tallest person in Iran. He's probably one of the tallest people ever. Eight foot one. He's eight foot one. And in one of the pictures, they put him next to, like, a Tyrion Lannister-looking fella. Just think, he's he's more than a foot taller than Shaq. Shaq is seven foot. Seven one, yeah. Seven one. This guy looks down <laughs> at Shaq O'Neal. His height makes him a perfect specimen in a game in which the net is only uh, um, a little over one meter tall. So the net is... What? What is that? It's 1.15 meters, so what is that? Three and a half to four feet? Yeah, four feet. Just a four-foot net. And players are permitted to block the serves of opponents. His That's height. That's not fair. He's, he has a six-foot-four wingspan. Um, Just stretch his arm out. He, uh, and this is all done while, sitting, while seated. Um, he's become a, instrumental in Iran's gold medal push, the article reads. Um. At 15, he was in a bike accident, injured his uh, pelvis, caused his right leg to stop growing, and as a result, is 15 centimeters shorter than his left. So all sorts of weird growth maladies. He has acromegaly, and then while he has acromegaly, he sustains an injury that prevents one body part from growing any further. If you're him, it's like, what is going on here? I'm... I'm eight foot one. I look like a more lean Andre the Giant, and one leg stopped growing. <laughs> I wonder how tall he was at that time. Fifteen. He's probably like seven seven one. 
The injury makes walking almost unbearable for the gentle giant that he often uses a wheelchair just to get around. Uh, the accident and his acromegaly left him feeling like an outsider and uh, alienated himself from the outside world until a coach spotted him on TV and pondered the possibilities. It says he's six foot four from a seated position, right? Think about that. He's six, like he's taller than any of us. Well, there's he's a, taller than like an Allen Iverson type. And they're not in they're not in chairs. They're just seated on their bottoms. The the players in the volleyball game. But you're right. Six foot four, seated. Incredible. And uh, well, they're kicking ass with this guy <laughs> leading the charge, man. How old is he? He's in his late twenties. They people with acromegaly typically the lifespan is dramatically shorter. This is the last Olympics. Then there's uh, Egypt's uh, armless table tennis player Ibrahim Hamadou. Okay, he's playing table tennis. Most of his opponents have like one arm or a leg. He has no arms. Oh, he's playing with his mouth. He puts the paddle in his mouth. And then the ball is on the ground, the ping pong ball. He picks it up with his foot, throws it in the air, and then he whips his head around and hits the ball. I want to see the video of this one. It's remarkable. Is he good? Or is he just kind of like, hey. No, he's, he's very good. I don't, uh, despite his two defeats, he ex- says he expresses joy for making it to the Paralympic Games, just his joy for playing in them is all he was looking to do. I don't think he won, but... Um, so I, you know, I don't know uh, if he's. I don't think he's like Forrest Gump in the film when he just lights <laughs> the world on fire. Are any TV stations carrying it, or is like NBCSN carrying it? I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. The only thing I've I've seen about the Paralympics have been these two. St- in fact, I saw. I, I knew about the archer who we talked about. Mm-hmm. I found. I saw a video of this dude, the armless table tennis player who puts the paddle in between his teeth, and then while researching that this morning. Eight foot one dude popped up, and I said, Well, we got to talk about it. We're going to do a whole break dedicated to the Paralympics here. This is remarkable. How how long do you think he's going to live for? The eight foot one yeah, guy? Yeah, the eight foot one guy. Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, because I mean, not only is he, you know, enormous, but it, like the leg thing, yeah, that can't be good for his like bones. No, it's terrible. And the thing about acromegaly is you never stop growing. You never stop growing. Like the guy who was in the Guinness Book of World Records, I forgot his name, his famous dude. Mm-hmm. Black and white photos, everybody's seen him. Dude with glasses. Robert Ludlow, I think I think was his name. I think he was an American. He, uh, you know, I think 40s was, and then he just, it just, <laughs> something goes haywire. He's going to be like eight foot four by the next Olympics. <laughs> He's going to keep growing. Man. I'm surprised they found a shirt for him. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's custom. I'm sure it's custom gear. Um, they, they took a parachute, cut it up. Right. When we come back, uh, we'll play that clip again for you. Maybe you can get your uh, ducks in a row trying to win those Lions tickets. We'll do that next. We are in the MapesDebt.com bankruptcy studios. We have a podcast that goes up every day, put together by Tyler Doan. What you do is you go to WBBL.com. You can also get it on iTunes or Audio Boom. iTunes to download. Search Eric Zane Show, Audio Boom. Uh, search Eric Zane, and you'll be able to find that. You can get the show. Anything at all you miss. Available free podcast brought to you, uh, paid for by American RV. As we said, emails are from Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. And if you call the show at 800-785-1073, thanks to Alan Bobs for that. 
We're in the Mapeset.com Bankruptcy Studios, and if anyone asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. The free view of the Lost Zane recordings. If you want the full show, go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thanks for the time. Bye-bye.